Welcome back, everybody, to the Power Stroke Tech Talk podcast. This is number 10, and we have DS here on the bottom right, Matt, and the newcomer, Chad, coming from North Carolina. Um, we've got some things we're going to talk about today. A uh, big shout out to Chad, um, is a Air Force veteran. Big shout out to him. Thank you for your service. Thank uh, you, we'd like Chad. to have our veterans on. And uh, we're going to talk about um, what he's done to his truck. Um, we were just talking about uh, a CCV delete, um, just kind of in a pregame, and uh, just kind of what we thought, uh, what our experience has been with them, if we've seen trucks come in with them. Um, and another thing I want to talk about is the LCF. We don't really see a lot of LCFs. I know a, a couple of comments um, before on the video I made of one I was doing injectors on. Uh, a couple of guys were like, hey, we, we got a bunch of these in our fleet. You know, do you guys see them come in? Do you guys even know what an LCF is? Kind of want to touch on that. And, um, you know, this is a couple of days before Christmas uh, is when we're, we're, we're filming this tonight. So, um, you know, I know we're going to have some some uh, different things going on with people's schedules coming up here at the weekend and, and so forth. we got another guy coming, a firefighter from Chicago is going to be uh, with us on Saturday. Um, but yeah, um, I see DS has got the, uh, I didn't even know it was raining out, but it looks awfully wet. Um, Are you guys can, supposed to get snow tonight? It's supposed to be changing into a, like a we big have a cold winter front. winter weather advisory so wow if it started pounding snow yet i think we're supposed to get like a bunch of ice and then snow on top so that'll be fun tomorrow i like he's got that backdrop where's that 450 at man 450 is out in front it's oh just you just plow. got the plow oh, oh i was gonna say yes yeah, that's just the plow all right all right he dropped the plow all right oh man i have to because i still don't have the headlights fixed I haven't heard back from them people yet well i've been going back and forth a little bit and the parts guy is saying that the module that you know you, you know what the module is yeah they're saying they're saying the module is the same and i just got to change out the wiring and that's not what the guy said the week before but my thing is how can a module be the same as right. the 19 like doesn't make any sense and right. i'm trying to explain that to them and we're they're kind of confused so I just, I don't understand how it can be the same considering they added a pin and moved two other pins. So I don't know. I got to call them again. And so well, they, you, you should gonna, do is have Donna call up there. Yeah. Be like, have your can, wife call. Can I get a module for a 2020? Oh, sure, well, honey. The, their website shows a different part number. But then the guy goes, well, that's the same module. They just changed the, the wiring. I'm like, okay, that's great. But how do they know how do they account for the pin that's not even there well they the probably old... still have the pin in the module they just don't use it normally maybe you know maybe chad what do you what are you rocking what kind of super duty are you rocking stole my question yeah, uh, veterans day i bought a uh, 2020 um lariat 6.7 oh so, nice very happy with it uh two two f250 that is so I know a lot of people have F350s or the DS has got the 450, but I'm rocking the 250. You got as a crew cab, super cab? Yeah, super crew, yeah, absolutely. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. What do you uh, you got plans for it? What do you got? Are you gonna lift it? You can put some tires on it, you can keep it stock. I'm gonna probably keep it stock as far as suspension goes. Um I've done a few things. Let's see, I have a little, little list down because I don't remember what I've done. Uh the OEM wheel front and rear wheel wheel liners. We converse a little bit back on that some, I think. Uh WeatherTech mud flaps, I did, the, I did those. The no-tool mud flaps, I like those. 
Um, I just bought a BMW hitch, which I'm pretty excited about. Pretty heavy duty hitch. And uh, I did the built right, built right dash mount and the uh, rear seat release last night. So that was what's the cool. what's the 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 what dash mount? Uh, the, there's a built right industries dash mount. Really? So, you know, you did the rear seat release video recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that same company that some of the people in the comments mentioned the built right, they make a um, really nice dash mount. That little really? tray in the top that nobody ever uses anything for. Yeah, I've seen that. Way. Yeah, it's, it's pretty slick. Build right dash. Is that the one that mounts on that little cubby yep. up top? <laughs> yeah, yep. that's a nice. That's a yep. nice uh, phone mount. They have a uh, a reinforced metal plate you can get you can order at the same time. So I opted for that. It makes it that way you're not relying on the plastic underneath to hold everything. Yeah, let's check this out. If if people don't know, uh, you guys should be seeing um, Whoa. my uh, Whoa. my thing here. Um, let's check that out. Dang, Rod, you got uh, some, some what? Got some weird tabs pulled up, dude. I know. I was trying to. Uh, there we go. No, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Look. Yeah, I've seen that on a big truck, big RV. He's uh, uh, yeah. I've got to get one of those. That, that's pretty cool. No kidding. That is pretty slick. I mean, I can't really say that I ever use that at all myself. So, But that would be a good spot. I like this guy's thing. That's kind of yep. clever. That's kind of clever. You can do RAM mounts. You can do all kinds of mounts to that. I, there's even a video. Was it um, Keep It Dirty Off Road? Have you ever seen that guy's channel? Mm -hmm. He uh, he did an iPod. Uh, I'm sorry, an iPad uh, mount on that, and it, and it held it just fine. No kidding. I'm gonna have to write that down. I like that. Let's see what we got. Built. Built right industries. Dude, speaking of iPads and things iPad sized, the infotainment center That's on the awesome. 2021 F-150, I swear has to be 14 inches. Yeah, it's pretty big. That thing is massive. Wow, I like that. It's it's loud. It's like Sean's space heater loud. I don't know whose space heater's making all that noise. Hey mine. Can you hear it? Sounds fine. It's. I mean, it just sounds like I'm in a bathtub. What's the weather like in North Carolina? Ah, uh, tonight's probably in the 40s. Call it oh, okay. Okay. Do you guys get snow? Uh, we haven't had any yet. We'll no, I mean, do you get snow? Like any snow in North Carolina? Uh, at times we do. Nothing yeah. like you get. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I don't know. Do you get snow down that far? I never. Well, depends on where you are in the, in the state. If you're in the mountains, you get quite a bit. Uh, I live in the sort of the central part of the state, so. Oh, okay. There's there's years we get quite a bit. Okay, okay. I wonder. Um. Um. I wonder if uh, when my brother-in-law. He said he was. I think he's going down to North Carolina, and he's got a 19. Um. F two fifty, F two fifty, and he's got the six two. And I just changed the oil on it today, actually. Um, but uh, I don't know. He was going to come on. 
and talk about it. I know I just got him the, oh, that was the one thing you should get for yours um, after you told me about the built right, um, is the, the, the running light that DS has on his truck that I added to my truck. Um, it goes right above your license plate that. Yeah, the free light. One. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to uh, send me your address or something. I can send you out the um, the pin. I made a video with uh, putting in the pin at the bottom bumper connector. So it's, uh, you know, a factory OE, you know, install. Um, yep, I'll do that. I'll send what, you what trim level did you get? Do you have LED lights and stuff or you got halogen lights? I do not have the LED lights. But I've already replaced all my not halogens to LEDs anyway. So I did do oh. that. Sorry, I mentioned the LED light upgrades. I did do that. So Okay, okay. Um, I kind of don't like the halogens. And the way this truck, when I bought it, didn't have LEDs. But uh, I wouldn't do that myself. Did you, um, did you have to use like a scan tool or anything to um, nope. uh, change the flash or anything? Nope. Really? Interesting. Nope. So, um, you know, there's... Uh, you know, I forgot what they, you guys are more experienced than me, but the, basically you can buy them out there. They have the, uh, like the fog lights. So have like a, a resistor on So oh. it kind of pulls the system and the thing just draw okay. more power than it is. Okay, okay. These LED lights don't draw anything, but I think it pulls the system into thinking that it is. But, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, makes sense. I've heard that. Those are pretty slick. Yeah, pretty Are you, uh, are you going to tint the windows? I'm thinking about that. I've never had a truck with t never tinted my windows before, but uh, I see the difference um, from the front windows and the back. So I kind of thinking about doing that. I got uh, yeah, I've, 35 I I on mine. mine. Just to match that. I have I have 35 on mine to match the back windows. You know, just to give it like a you know clean. Yeah, I like you it. Know, the same. Not one's real dark and one's you know kind of. Uh, you know, it's, just, it's on the list of things to do. So many things I want to do, but uh, yeah, yeah prioritizing what it can do you know in what order one thing that i wish i would have done right off the rip but i don't know i just didn't um get a chance to do it or i, I just timing was that expel i'd really like to get like the front bra or you know maybe the mirror caps my front bumper i mean the grill would be kind of hard i don't know how they would do that but you know just those those trouble areas that are you know flat right up front you know you can put a big piece of real estate plastic not plastic but that that material over it um just to prevent those those chips because as soon as that paint's gone mm -hmm. you're exposed to metal and then the corrosion process is going to start and it's just pretty much you know downhill for that you know until you get a you know some touch-up paint or something to you know stop that oxidation but it is you know it is what it is i know it'd be a little harder to see with mine compared to ds's because his is a lighter color so you know those rock chips might you know stand out a little more you know in his 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 truck i did have a star white truck come in and that would caught my eye i was doing something down to the um um cruise control module and a big old rock chip i'm like oh man dude well if anything on these trucks if you have a painted bumper like you you have a painted bumper all black those chip real bad and i have experience with my 150 whatever's going on with the bumpers they're still i believe they're still bumpers and they chip and they get those little rust spots mm-hmm so if you could expel one thing first, because it is expensive, I think the bumper would be the first thing. Probably. Most, most bang for your buck. 
I think so. I would agree with that for sure. Cause it's just something that's going to be taking the brunt of, of pretty much everything. And so it's like, you know, if it's getting flung off of a truck going 50 miles an hour and you're going 50 miles an hour, well, that impact of that object, I mean, in that, that one area is either going to spider that, that paint, that clear coat all the way down to the metal. And it's just like, Oh man, kind of like when I saw my oil leak and I was like, Oh man. The only good thing about it is you gotta get kind of close to see it. Other than that, it's just kind of irritating. No, we yeah, have I some. Mean, I mean, Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. We'll have some platinums that come in, and it, dude, it looks like someone took buckshot to the front bumper. Oh, geez. and it just makes me feel so bad for those guys. But you know what? They run. They run the hell out of their truck. So it's up to them. It's their truck. I can't tell them what to do. That's right. That's damn right. I mean, if it's warranty, I can. Outside of that, no. Well, maybe if it's a DOT inspection, then I can tell them what to do. True that. True hey, Rod, I'm curious. Uh, your oil leak you mentioned. How many miles do you have on your truck? I have 7,600. Wow. Yeah, I'm not... Um, I'm kind of bummed out. I mean, it is what it is. Um I'm kind of over it, I guess. It's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna make content. Uh, I'm gonna get paid to fix my truck. I don't really want to uh, fix it. I mean, work on my truck, but uh, it's gonna be a learning experience. I've never had a, a a twenty apart yet, but I think wherever the oil leak is, I'm gonna have to pull the trans out. So I'm really not looking forward to that. Maybe um, you'll get lucky and it's just an injector seal in the valve cover. No. Yeah. So like, so like if you look, how can I explain it to you? If like you got the engine, I'm looking at the back, you're looking at the back of the engine where the trans is connecting. And like you have two pieces of metal that like jet out from the block, the trans bolts to the block and then you have the starter and you have the oil filter adapter. Yeah, it's I know like exactly where you're talking about. It's like the space between the bottom of the starter and the top of the oil filter adapter, the piece of the metal that jets out where the block and trans all comes together. I see, I see oil coming out. So I'm like, what the hell? It's black. So I know it's oil. It's not trans. I cleaned it off, added dye to it. Um, and uh, I was going to change my oil at 10,000 because it's going to be up my, for my second oil change. So it's like, do I just kind of look and inspect, you know, every you know week or a couple of days just to see if it's getting any worse? Um, I have started to see oil again since I cleaned it and it's not coming from the same spot. It is now coming from between uh, the bell housing now. So, which kind of makes me to believe that it might be a rear crank seal, but if it's not a rear crank seal, the only no, thing that's you, back you there know what is, it is, you know what it is, what upper pan, they can't escape it. You know, no, what it it's is. got a, it's got a gasket, like a metal a rubber gasket. That doesn't matter. Not on those things. Come on, man. I hope not. Dude. It seems, it seems kind of strange that it would be coming from that outside spot first. And then, you know, well, let it be an, an upper oil pan because I'll tell you what, I got a new way I'm going to be doing upper oil pans. And oh, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to talk about it right now. Wait, I, I no, have what to did, find you out. have to tell me. I, I'm going to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you on, 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 on the podcast. Um, it's uh, he gave me a very detailed email. Um, 
and I just sent him emojis with mind blown because I'm like, <laughs> and uh, I have yet to hear from him. I left my number, uh, my hotline number, uh, because I got to talk to this guy and I have to see WTF because I was blown away. Um, yeah, I don't hope it's one for my truck, but, uh, you know, whatever. I said it is what it is. And um, I'm intrigued. I, I was too. And buddy, let me tell you, when I read you the email afterwards, you're going to be like, he sent me a picture and I was like, are you for real? Like, are you? Maybe gonna... we shouldn't, we shouldn't be talking about this. Are you for we real? We shouldn't be talking about this. We can I talk can, about it. This I can is, smell the labor cuts coming right now. Fic, this is fictitious. We haven't even said, we haven't even divulged. Oh yeah. Anything. One guy. This is something you don't want to get out. I'm um, a nobody. So just remember that well you I'm brought so up a, you brought up your uh oil leak your rear main potentially a rear main seal but not confirmed yet and uh it's hard when you got a brand new truck you got this kind of money out there and- right and speaking of rear main make sure to stay tuned uh, just for you guys because this is going to air way after this video airs um um so today is wednesday the 23rd this is going to air before this goes up. Yeah. Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. So I don't know, the 29th or 27th. Um, rear crank seal, 6.7, Aluma Duty, 2017. I had to do an upper oil pan, and I noticed the rear crank seal was leaking. So mm. how this is leaking on mine, kind of is like what, this one what year was it that was a 17 i wonder i wonder if it could be both with yours because you saw it on the uh, on the near the housing nor near the oil filter housing and then coming I mean, from i've the... never seen a rear crank like poor i've seen them see bro wait to, wait wait till you see the video i swear like i don't get too many of them I, i'm gonna tell you right now i've probably done since six sevens have been out probably three maybe four maybe including this one so when you see this but when i do it it's like barely a little bit and i don't usually can't even tell if it's like it just got up in there from the flex plates slinging it everywhere but the whole bell housing had oil in it the 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 upper oil pan was leaking and it was leaking you know way up front the whole front was all you know juiced up but the back, you know, when I had the trans out, job. I'm just like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't order that. Luckily, we had it in stock because. But um, I need to, I need to see your ways of you getting that special tool in there because. Why two points of failure it, like it, that? Like that blows, man. It, I don't know. I think really what I my my opinion, um, for one, the RTV silicone that the workshop manual calls for is is not the correct silicone and i'm going to tell you that right now the ta357 which is what the workshop manual says to use is the high performance rtv it is something you use on the eco boosts it's something that you use on everything else that you put together without a rubber gasket and gasoline only the best example i can use is when you are changing your oil at home or when you're at work 
and you use the white gloves, what happens to them when you touch diesel fuel or oil? They balloon up. The petroleum eats the rubber. That's why we have to wear the nitrile gloves. We can dunk our hands. We can put our hands in oil and fuel, and it don't, it don't do nothing. We just, it, it's, it's, uh, doesn't do nothing. So the same thing is happening to the TA-357. I'm not going to say it's going to happen right away, but give it some time coupled with the engine assemblers who probably are not using the baby wipes, probably are not wiping it down and are just going. <laughs> it's all about the prep work. And if you don't have the, the services prepared to accept the silicone, then you're going to have repeat oil leaks. You're going to have warranty numbers going up and you're going to have techs doing repairs over and over for the same job when really to correct the concern is you need to be putting the TA-31. It's the same kind of same cock tube. It's not a long cock tube. It's the short little small boy. We've been using it ever since the 7.3 came out. In fact, they just recently changed the label because the label for the last 19 years has said 7.3 liter diesel right on it. I don't want any other silicone. Give me the one that says the 7.3, please. So even though that is not looked at by Ford as the correct silicone to use for this job. It is the silicone that I use for every upper oil pan. I will pay for it out of my pocket. That truck is going to be getting the silicone that it deserves. That truck is not coming back with an oil leak. Um, for one, for customer satisfaction. Two, to uphold the good name of Ford Motor Company because it is going to spread like a wildfire. This guy is going to say, hey, my truck was down at the dealer for a week and not, not understand I had lines A through H. I had a whole bunch of heated seat, battery, uh, a bunch of recalls, uh, basic maintenance, and uh, you know a whole bunch of other stuff. And you know it took time to do the whole job. And then top, I found a rear crank seal leaking. So it's like, well, do I really want this guy to come back? I had his truck for over a week. We had backordered parts. It's I'm not putting TA-357 on, man. It's just not happening. And I got a lot of... Um, a pile it and then throw it in the trash. Right there. It's, it's, it's garbage. If you're going to use TA-357, only use it on the gasoline. Or if you're going to put it, uh, if you got to take your valve covers off and you got to put you know a little dab of silicone on the T-joint areas, that's it. You're not going to be doing anything else with diesels and TA-357 because it's going to eat it up, chop it up, and then you're going to have an oil leak. Coupled with now what we were talking in our pregame uh, show before we started was the CCVs. And we see these cab chassis trucks come in. So you have, you have a vehicle that, for one, has not got the right, has, does not have the correct silicone for one didn't have or probably was not prepared the best i mean it 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 really look at my video and you see my fingers slide across you use the zc31 baby wipes my finger does not move it is i can't, there's nothing on the surface of that and if that does not happen between the block and the upper oil pan, you're going to get a leak. There's no way around it. 
And then you have these trucks that have all these high crankcase pressures and it's just going to be a spew city for oil leaks. And I think that's where these upper oil pans maybe get their bad rap is because of the ceiling quality of TA-357 coupled with these cab chassis trucks that are designed to work and work, but these CCV boxes are not really doing their job. And since they have had so many problems with it, these CCV boxes have been redesigned to be filterless now. So it's just mm-hmm. a constant just draft of, of crankcase ventilation right back into the turbo, into the intake, and to meet the emission requirements. So, so with, the, with the crankcase ventilation on a newer design not being filtered, does that dump before the air filter on the vehicle or does that dump after the air filter? After it goes well, right so into the intake. Have you, Aaron? Have you cut open the new style yet? Style, the new the let's see FC three Z six Apple seven eighty five dash F. Cut them open. Yeah, the one that doesn't have the filter in it. No, I mean I just it's look got at the a, hole. Well, no, I know it's got a ton of baffling in it, so mm. it's essentially the same. It's it's basically a drain back catch can now. Mm. Interesting. I understand their intentions with the filter, but that's a service thing that maybe no one's gonna those, remember to do. Maybe those baffles are recreate are creating a restriction similar to the filter, maybe. I mean maybe not well, all no, the way. I'm saying I'm saying the new one has baffling, but it's not the same as it's not as bad. I know my buddy, my one of my coworkers, he had uh, just completed a couple of uh, six, seven um, long blocks and was replacing the CCV box, took the filter out of it, and it literally just crumbled. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? How did that not get ingested into the engine? Like, literally <laughs> crumbled. Wow. I'm like, oh my gosh, bro. Mind you, this thing had, I don't know, 6,000 idle hours or something. I mean, it was a, a record. So, I mean, it's it's been been working. Um, but I think that thing's just getting burned up with the oil and the heat and the idling and the, the thermocycling of, of that mixture and that, I don't know. What, what would you call that material, Matt? Like the element, like what is that, paper? fibers paper i, I can't describe it's it like, what is that? it's like a bunch of individual fibers that just lay on top of each other yeah it's like like carbon fiber they, they should have never carbon. they should have never made that a serviceable filter they should have just done it as a baffle because no I one i've never i've even tried to sell that not even as an upsell like hey your truck idles a lot we should change this and they're like I'll do it myself, and you know they never do it. Wow. So this, so this uh, crankcase ventilation uh, only is uh, used during idle. Once you're at cruising speed, it's not. No, it's used all that, the time. It's, it's always used. All used. Time. Mm-hmm. It's just to take the blow by and put it right back through the intake. Mm-hmm. It's the same as a PCV system. Same thing. But so this without this... a one-way check valve. Because mm. basically, if you're going to put Anything on, so you have the turbo, anything on this side of the turbo is going to be under a vacuum 
So if you hook something to the intake manifold before the turbo, it's going to draw in the air from the air filter. And because it's got this port into the intake, it's going to draw in whatever's coming out of that hose from the CCV and go back into the engine. You know, and it's, it's interesting because every crankcase ventilation system I've seen goes pre air filter. It kind of makes the air filter look dirty, but maybe that it would just burn up the air filter on a power stroke. Uh, those things are really, really sensitive to airflow or like air metering. So that would be a terrible idea for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. It really doesn't matter. It does not like you need to filter the air out of the engine, though, right? I just mean? to get any solids or oil out of it, you do. But I'm saying, like, how does air get back into the engine? Like, air is coming out, so it just blow bys. It's just so it's already filtered air. So pretty much all the air that's that's coming out from this uh, valve is pretty much just blow by. Pretty well, much, if you, if, yeah. It's so dirty it's air. Much, yeah, it's dirty. Dirty, yeah. dirty it's vapor. Dirty, air, dirty vapor. That's it's no dirty different. It, it's dirty in a sense that it has uh, oil in it, some oil particles or whatever. Well, it's supposed to all get filtered out. Otherwise, your truck would run away. <clears throat> True. But it's not scuffing the cylinder walls or anything with grit. No. In theory. No, 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 no. 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 It's, it's, it, in theory, it's a closed system. Yeah. But Because blow-by is filtered air. It's filtered from the air intake. And it goes into the cylinder, and then it. Yeah, but uh, this is this is that this vapor that is in the CCV system is the vapor that's in the bowels of the engine, like in the bottom of the crankcase. Like here's the bottom of the oil pan, and here's the level, and then here's the crank whipping this void of air that's between the block and the piss and the and the connecting rods that's all air space and you have vapor in there and that's where all that stuff's it's not really filtered air it's just the right, air right. that's in the engine that's just there and it just generates heat and I mean, like, remember when we were talking about the other day about flashpoints with oil and stuff and, you know, the temperatures, well, all it's that your stuff. Oil, it's your yeah. oil burning off, oil vapors. Yeah, or, exactly. Or maybe some, some fuel vapors or maybe even like You know what vapors. you should do with, you know how you were talking about, you said you were fucking uh, burning oil. You should fucking. Well, we, we got to bring that up. We haven't even brought that up on the podcast yet. We, we, you should take your oil fill cap off. And see and if see you have, do you have excessive blow by for some reason? Go do that right now. I can't, it's dark, man. But yeah, where you would see the uh, popping up and the. Uh, oh, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. If you have blow by on those you things, to, you'll hear you want it. Me to, you want me to lift up the, uh, take off just the cap? Just remote start your truck right now. Let it idle for a little bit. I mean, when they're really bad, you can start it up and run to the front and to take the cap off. And it's just a boom. Is it raining still? Because if it's raining. Oh, look out the door. Get your oh, biggest, God. baddest Milwaukee flashlight. I don't have a Milwaukee flashlight. You got Send all the tools hanging home. on the wall, all that Milwaukee this man shit, home. and you ain't got no flashlight? It's not really raining. It's just windy. I mean, I can probably swing out there. There is a point to convey here, and this doesn't mean everyone needs to go, you know, put a CCD reroute kit on their truck. This is like, let's remember the vehicles we see come in the dealership is like 
such a small fraction of what's out there on the road. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. 17 through 19, it's definitely a problem. So I would encourage anyone with a 17 to 19 cabin chassis, if you think you're having an oil consumption issue or um, an oil leak, just do yourself a favor. Start that puppy up and just twist the cap right off. But make sure you have a good grip on it because there's some I've, li- okay, I've okay, had them okay. shoot it right out of my hand. So it shoots out of your hand, right? Let's just say hypothetically mine does it. What does that mean? That means there's pressure, there's excessive crankcase pressure getting inside Caused of crankcase? Caused by your crankcase vent assembly being clogged up because it can't push the air. There's nowhere for the air to go, right? There's nowhere for the vapors to go. So the easiest place for it to go is once you open the cap, all the crankcase pressure is coming up through any, you know, I, would, I, I wouldn't say oil valleys because that's not what it's going to be, but any opening in the engine that it can. So think where the push rods go through from down in the crankcase and then the air just sneaks up and then you pull the cap off, all the pressure is released. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna show you right now. So that'll that can that can cause uh that can cause some uh, rear main seal issues and let's just say can cause like rear main oil oh, yeah. pan front cover anything. But what that but could that cause consumption? Absolutely. Oh yeah, most definitely. Absolutely. So if you so if none of those things are leaking and you have consumption, that would point to pressure coming. Well, yeah, I mean, other than the. The worst case scenario, the worst scenarios of the worst, or I would say more common scenarios you'd see in engines since the dawn of their invention of, well, I shouldn't say their invention because back then they had valves that were external and everything, but then you're looking at, you know, rings and valve seeds and guides. All right. But for all we know, they're going to come out with a TSB that's going to change something and I don't understand how they can do an update and it keeps it from burning oil. That literally blows my mind. All right, let's see. And I hope, or no, not Ed, Chad. I hope we're not scaring you right now. Not at all. Not at all. Dude, so. Sometimes stuff goes down outside. There's there's a customer we have that I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to see if he wants to come on because this man, every time he comes in, he's got his, his power stroke hat on and he just loves power strokes to the end of day. Ch- check it out. Watch I don't it. even know if we can hear it. Can you hear it? Oh, I dude, heard it before. Little, it's really laggy. Oh, that's sad. I heard it before. Yeah, uh, I heard it playing in the background, but. If you can see it, it's going to do it. Oh, do you see something missing in that picture? Yes, I do. Why isn't it on there? I have no idea. Dude, even if people have it on there, they'll still snap it off. What camera angle do I have here? Matt, what do you see on my screen? Oh, I heard it. I heard it. Boom. Hey, Rod, am I looking uh, at my... You're, you're, you're front facing. Front facing? Okay. Yeah. I don't even see mountains coming. Holy hell. That was a good one. That was crazy. 
Dude, it's sprayed oil up onto your hand. I know, bro. Like it's so let's, for real. That's a lot of freaking pressure to blow that cap off. Let's like, do mine then. Let's do it. Pop that hood, baby. Oh, you're gonna have to. My, it's hit, gonna. Yeah, it's, you're, you're gonna have to. My, yeah, my head, start the truck. My, head, my headphones are gonna freak out when I turn this on. So bear with me. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Because it's Bluetooth and shit's gonna kick on. Do do do. You have to put the high idle mod uh, that I did. Um, yeah. The upfit I did. Uh, I did. A, I've done a bunch. The dude that was on, he came up. He's in Ohio. He drove up and saw me. I did his truck. Um, yeah. And I've done a, like oh, a, that's eight why or that, so. That's why he looks so familiar. <laughs> that was the. Who he, do that? That guy. Uh, he was actually the video that I made the OCR video on. Uh, okay, back to the headphones. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, we can hear you. All right. You're going to have to grab your phone right now. Oh, I'm on the phone. How can I grab the phone if I'm... Because we got to see it. There we go. No, we got to see it. All right. Hold up. You got to hold your phone. Oh, you want me to... Oh, you want me to... You want... Oh, you want me to take the phone off and go up there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you see... Oh, With most definitely. Light? Yeah. Wait a minute. Can you see the cap or no? No. Because I can raise this up. Oh, you have your computer outside. No, he's got his tripod. But I just saw his phone in his hand. Yeah, that's his. He's not on I got his two cell phone. Phones. Oh. I got well, a take phone. the. I gotta... Take your one that isn't. Take the one that's taking the video and put it up in there. All right. It sounds so pretty I gotta, cool. I gotta, I gotta Dude, it, it sounds like a video game. So Chad, what kind of what kind of oil are you think you're gonna do with your oil changes? I'm leaning towards the uh, Rotella P6. But right on. Here's what your guys' uh, thoughts are on that. Seems seems to be pretty popular in the diesel world, so. Yeah, I don't know what it's kind of got a cult following, but I don't know if that's because you can find Rotella at literally every gas station. No, no, store. no. Hold on one second before we get into this. No, 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 This nope. comes off normal, no pressure. Okay. Uh, see, you got any smoke coming out? No. Should I get no. a dollar bill out? Should I no, get a just... dollar bill and hold it up there like Bill Hewitt? Oh, no, just really? Hold, just hold the cap. Just put the cap on upside down. Oh, Bill, I have a summons for you, old wise one. Come and join us here on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Get out of that Georgia mud and come and hang out. Come and hang out with us. We'd love See to that, have Matt? you. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> well, it didn't jump. <laughs> Apparently it did. Well, it vibrated. Uh, that was pretty much the funniest shit ever. 
all the 12 valve cummins guys are laughing at you right now uh, that's so funny i'm pretty impressed no it's it's not gonna and... it's not gonna stay on there i've tried a million times it will not stay on there yeah but it's not jumping all right all right all right slid off. oh wait oh, hold on uh, is that their fix that's oh silly. yeah yeah can you see that's Matt? we know that's not gonna do anything. We had another one come in with that tube blown apart today or shredded this apart, I should say. Right here, this fancy looking spider leg thing. This, no, no that was another that was another problem with the 17 through 19s mm -hmm. is the crimps weren't done very well and they leaked. Yeah, coolant. I made a video on that because I was getting a bad rash of them. What, what are you I got about so I got so sick of waiting for those things to come off back order. I just got to the point where I take my side cutters and squeeze them tighter and send it out the door. Yeah. I got some Odeker clamp pliers and some new clamps. Are you I talking have. about these clamps right here? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They look almost like the same thing you use on like shark bite plumbing. You get a, there's like a special tool that crimps it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just use my side cutters for that. that. I will say I am yeah. kind of upset that they moved the battery back to the old location and changed the intake. I think it's good that they got the upfitter wiring on that side instead of it being on this side and then the pass-through wires on this side. It's like, why wouldn't you guys put all that shit on the same side? It's like, a, uh, well, I, I mean, know. they only made it extremely easy on when they had everything on the driver's side and the wires were right there, but everyone still felt the need to run it all through the cab and have wires everywhere. Um, I forgot to ask you, Chad, what, um, uh, what trim level is your truck? Is it a XLT? Is it a Lariat? It's a Lariat. Yeah. Do you have, do you have push button start? Oh yeah. Okay. So the Lariat ultimate package. you got to get, um, you got to get four scan. Uh, it's something that's uh it's a free subscription um you just it expires in like two months you just renew it um they send you a new like activation code um four scan recognizes this this is what i use every day to connect uh, you see me connect to every truck that i do um matt uses this every day and this is pretty much a a j3259 or whatever they call it pass-through device mm. and i didn't need to buy a dongle so they get you where you have to buy their 30 dollar dongle so you can communicate or whatever but um i have a spreadsheet that i found off of facebook and i wound up um turning my c rings full brightness so mm -hmm. they're supposed to dim when they turn the headlights on um i turned my seatbelt thing off uh seatbelt chime there's a sequence of buttons to push that uh that didn't require a computer i uh, turned off the chime that you hear in ds's truck um i turned oh, off that's the such chime. a welcoming chime I turned off the chime or the, the horn beep when you shut the door and got the key in your pocket. Oh, dude, yep. that drives me crazy. I turned that off. Um, what else did I do? Uh, I so when you... Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, I use it. Oh, yeah, you got to do your truck, man. It's freaking, you can find I, the spreadsheet on there. Yeah. I've done one thing, uh, two things. I did the, uh, the horn to, um, beep when you close the door uh, and also a bandy mode. Yeah, yeah. I did oh, my turn flash. signals, so my turn signals flash six times when I, you know, when you just hit it, 
instead of the three times. So I, I don't know. I, I like lights. You so see the one in there in the spreadsheet about the uh, change in your tire pressure and your. Uh, so you can do instead of one sixty-five and sixty, you can change them both to sixty. Uh, it wasn't in my spreadsheet. Do you have a twenty twenty that has that? Oh yeah. No kidding. Yeah, you'll have to send that to me because I, I'm tired of running the eighty in the rear, and I run. <laughs> I want to run the sixty-five, but I can't because yeah, tire little. Eight. Yeah, that uh, might be an FDRS option. Uh, uh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I, might be, know, I, I know. I know. There's a TPMS drop down. I know. I had an eleven. Um, a gentleman who needed like two sensors, and they're like 150 bucks a piece. And Forescan actually allowed you to turn off TPMS. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get out of here, dude. That's freaking awesome. Um, I've yeah, never used it before. I'm looking for that setting for you now. Oh man, that's that'd be freaking awesome. I'd write that. But yeah, that. but before we forget, you when I was under the hood, you mentioned uh, oil. I think one of you guys mentioned oil, maybe Matt. And, oh yeah, uh, we didn't even we didn't even question. get to that point yet. So you were saying you were gonna run what, what oil T6, oh. and then you wanted yep. our thoughts and opinions on it. Um, my thought is. We have Motorcraft 1030 everywhere at the dealership. We have 1540 for our 7.3s and 6 liters. Do you have 540 in bulk? No, we only have it in... That's If someone wants 540, I will gladly fill your truck with it. I will sit there and pour, you know, two and a half cases of oil into it in a very painstakingly slow process. Cause I like to be able to just take my oil gun and shove the oil cap under it and walk away for, you know, a minute or two. Um, but most, unless a customer says, Hey, I want 1540 for the summer or Hey, I want 540 or 040 or 030. I, I usually just fill with 1030. And I how much was had, that Sean? I haven't had a problem with it. This, this cost me $30 at AutoZone. And uh, is it five or is it, it one one point two five gallons? It's five quarts. No shit. Five five quarts, thirty dollars. And uh, so we're talking about oil. My truck, three thousand miles, was a quart and a half low on oil. Three thousand miles, one hundred and seventy uh, idles on it or hours on an engine. And um. It does tell you the idle hours. I think it's like 50 idle hours or something. But yeah, it's uh, it's low on oil. So we don't know where it's going. I did plow snow with it real heavy one day where I worked for, I think that truck probably ran for nine hours that day. It turned off once in the middle nah. for, a quick, for a quick break. We went to 7-Eleven. But other than that, it was cold. So I had the truck running and we plowed and shoveled and all that. And it's kind of, I kind of, I'm kicking myself in the butt a little bit because I haven't checked the oil enough. I've checked it when I bought the truck and drove it off the lot. I checked it then. I checked it, you know, early in the time that I had it, but it was still clean oil. And then I figured, I got so busy and I figured, man, I haven't checked my oil in a while. I'll go out and check it. Oil's black, but it is a quart and a half low. But when I pulled it out, there was like nothing on the dipstick. So I warmed uh. it up. I warmed up the truck and let it sit for 15 minutes and it's still nothing on the dipstick 1.4 quarts 1.4 1.5 quarts low uh 
I just topped it off at the 1030, which kind of sucks because this stuff is this is 30 bucks and I got a lot of extra and I do want to switch from this oil. Uh, I'm going to have some extra left over. Now, what's interesting, though, about this is it straight up says right on it that they don't recommend this below zero degrees Fahrenheit. So that's interesting. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Uh, it doesn't really get below zero degrees around these parts. It used to. It hasn't in the last couple years, but, you know. Well, I mean, obviously we had our polar vortex and I was in Chicago at training at the time when it was literally the coldest place on the planet. Yeah, I remember that. Railroad, they were lighting railroad tracks on fire to get the switches to unfreeze and to keep the, you know, whatever. And I remember I went to start the loner escape, one of our loner cars. Wow. And it wasn't that it started slow or like it cranked slow because the battery was frozen. It was like I pulled the dipstick out. The oil was like goo. <laughs> and like it how, how was cold, how cold was it? It dude, it was no joke. I got I started the car, it said negative sixty-eight degrees. What? Hell. I have never been in such a cold environment in my life. <laughs> and Man. that was with what was the guy's last name? Denny Dennis Dennis something. And anyone that's watching this that's gone to training in Chicago would that had it with Dennis would know he was a great guy and bless his soul rest in peace cuz I think a week or two later he had a grabber Oh, and that, that sucked. Cause he was a great guy. I mean, I already had, you know, I went to school for automotive. So I breezed through that class, but he, he helped people learn. I know a lot of people, even on like the Ford tech forums were like, Oh, you know, he was my favorite instructor, blah, 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 blah. But anyways, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't that's it was cold. cold. It didn't start. It started funny. Oh, um, dude, it cranked so slow. Yeah. And that's thin oil, though. That's like 530, probably. Uh, probably and 520. It, it 520, 520, yeah. And then an escape. So that's cold rated oil. I don't yeah. think uh, Negative. Chad or DS has ever seen a CC. Have you guys seen like a totally waxed up? fuel filter mm -mm. Mm -mm. i mean i haven't really seen many fuel filters Aaron, you have a picture of like a completely seen... just waxed up fuel filter no but here's a ccv any. filter this is what gets oh, wow. all plugged up like oh, that wow. material that just gets all saturated with oil and is just nasty right in there all those bolts you see that bolt right there that i'm pointing at there's like all the way around. You see that wire going up to that white fitting? Mm-hmm. You can stretch that really far. Gee, I wonder how you found that out. <laughs> <laughs> so my thoughts on the Shell Rotilla T6 is when you look up the specs on that oil, it has really good cold pour points. It has really good flash points. And it's decent enough with uh fuel dilution and all that stuff so 
it's one of the top of the blind oils, if not the best, one of the best. The only one that claims to be better than that one is the Amsoil one. They've got all kinds of tests that say that their oil is better and it holds up better once you hit like 200 hours. Apparently, according to Amsoil, once you hit 200 hours, the Amsoil continues to perform all the way to like 400 hours where the shell rotilla kind of t- tapers off at 200 hours. But who's running their oil longer than 200 hours anyway? Yeah. So, I, I, read, you know, I read that it's Amsoil. And the only thing I question about Amsoil, which I, I like Amsoil, is the fact that it doesn't meet, meet officially meet forward specs for oil, is my understanding. But that's, that's confusing to me. That's confusing to me because it does meet its spec, but it's not on their website. It's not uh, on the Motorcraft website approved list. But yep, Amsoil right. lists the, the WS S whatever spec code that is. Actually, it's right here on this because this probably has it written on it. You know, I wonder. Uh, I for the longest time I ran what is it T four? Is that what I'm thinking of? They're fifteen forty. Deep, uh, I can get oil at the dealership. I just that's my thing with it. Everyone, I mean, get your oil changed wherever you want, run whatever you want. Um, but w- how often we're supposed to change the oil on these things? I just I recommend Motorcraft ten thirty just to keep costs down. Now, well, I'm planning to do Motocraft filter, Shell Rotel T6. Obviously, Motocraft fuel filters, you know, every 10,000 miles probably is what I'm going to shoot for. Um, you know, what interval for oil, filter, oil change? I'm planning about 5,000 miles. What do you that's exactly what I would that's, be doing too. That's what I put on. I mean, I don't even. What is the book say? Seventy five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only thing, only we thing, we're going to get that changed. Only thing is, it might be, it could be five thousand, but it could be lower if you do a ton of idling or city driving. Sure. And the the trip computer should be able to take that into account. The uh, onboard computer. Mm-hmm. So for mine, I'm at three thousand miles with thirty percent, but I do a lot of idling. It looks like I'll probably make 4,000 miles. I don't know before I hit 0%. I'm probably, I'll probably go ahead and do it early because it's my first one, but uh, I know yeah, I mean, if trucks... I were doing 5,000. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. I'd... Well, no, my, I was going to say. My 6.2. <laughs> we can't figure this out. Um, no, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll add on. No, my 6.2. It's only got 12,000 miles. So if I did 5,000s, I would be way over, and that probably would have caused some damage or sludge or something. But it just doesn't put mm-hmm. on miles, but it puts a ton of short trips and whatever. So it gets its stuff done a lot sooner than 5,000 miles. I mean, the but biggest thing is CJ4. But um, no, as far as intervals, the things with the oil life monitor, obviously guys that are doing a lot of highway miles, those guys, their monitor at 5,000 miles, sometimes they'll only be at like 50%. Okay, DS that's would me. like this. Yeah, that's me. DS would like this. So if Motor- you're, I think, I, go ahead, Aaron. Motorcraft 540 full synthetic diesel. I'm reading this right off the website you guys can see here. <clears throat> is formulated for improved oxidation protection and contains more than 1,000 parts per million phosphorus to improve wear protection. Designed for low emission diesel engines, providing excellent soot control, protection against wear, 
deposits, rust and corrosion, foaming, sludge formation, high temperature oxidation and thickening, as well as protecting exhaust after treatment systems, such as particulate filters. It also provides excellent performance in older generation diesel engines operating on high sulfur fuel. And it says it meets all the ratings here. Um, requirements of API service CK4 and then, you know, all this other mumbo jumbo here, which I think has all been superseded by the CK4 now. All right. So before we jump back to the uh, a lot of highway highway driving and only reaching for uh, 50% as far as miles, uh, this oil, this this 1030 actually says a thousand parts per million phosphorus as well as that one. Does that one say a thousand? Well, parts they're per they're per all per going million. to. They're all going to yeah, be. Yeah, they're all. So that's, that's all of them are going to guarantee the same things. It's just how they do it. So if that I makes wonder sense, if the, right? So if the shell has that, they I, all have I that. Can I'm not going to say I can guarantee it does, but at the end of the day, they're competing against each other. So they're not going to, you know, leave out one thing and then say they're oil superior. I mean, when it, when you're looking at like name brand oils, all of them are basically going to offer the same exact protection. It's just like the no name brand that you find at the gas station. I, I wouldn't do a whole oil change with that. If you have to like top it off with it to get you somewhere. Sure. But I wouldn't change my oil with some, house brand of your favorite right. big box store are right. you running this stuff chad uh, i'm actually uh been running a standard dime performance okay nothing, okay nothing wrong with that and at least I'm you're running it. something yeah i started doing it since day one. First, first tank i put in i've been using it ever since and then the uh hey rod i want you to go to exterior and interior cleaners next. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I want to touch on this really quick for Chad, just because he's a newcomer to uh, uh, the diesel. Uh, are you definitely be getting the Motorcraft DEF? Okay. Um, because I have had, I'll, I'll put a link to that. Uh, I can send it to you. Uh, I had a truck come in, was not using the correct DEF, put it down into D-rate, and I actually used a refractometer to check the DEF concentration, and it was actually way below the threshold that the truck wanted it at, so it wound up actually not being warrantable, and I had to uh, drop the DEF tank oh. and change all that stuff out. So word to the wise, make sure everybody's using DEF Motorcraft where you yeah, I'm repping you all the time. Nothing but the best <laughs> for your force. Look at those duty. big, bold letters at the bottom. Do not add to fuel mm. tank. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm cleaning out a transit fuel tank right now. That's exactly what they did. Does the transit smell like Man. fish? I don't know. It's been open over a year and it don't smell like nothing. There's a lot of dust in it. Okay. Exterior vehicle and cleaners for the interior. What do we got here? Which, what, do you, what do you want? I you, want, I think that's want where some I draw shampoo. The line. I want some shampoo. I draw the line there. I'll stick to Give me some shampoo. Here. Give me some shampoo. Okay. Clean right. grease, oil, and road dirt from engine and engine compartment prior to painting or performing engine repair. Okay. I cannot confirm or deny this. That stuff is expensive. I'm pretty sure 
That is just dollar store oven cleaner that they put a label on. Really? <laughs> but it works so well. Wow. It smells Probably deathly like stuff. ammonia to the point where I have to wear a respirator when I use it and can dump you, the whole can out. Can you guys see this? Yep. Okay, so I wonder. Oh, uh, let's see how let's see how much this is shopping. Huh. Eleven ninety nine. Eleven dollars. Sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, I mean. But if you have okay. any sort of like oil leak. How about these? Like any fluid leak, that stuff. How about these? How much do you oh. think these are? Oh, you want the whole thing? 125 bucks. Hold on. ZC. No, that's ZC30. That's an, also an excellent product for getting silicone off mating services. I After do not like that smell. It. How come it's not? Dude, it's on? oranges. Why don't you like it? I do not like the smell of that. Right Just there. Yeah. O'Reilly's oh, no, has dude, it? It's, yeah, they have everything. Dude, no it's going to be, I'm going to say 125 bucks for that container. Or they're not even going to show a price. How much is O O O'Reilly's? Yeah, How much are they selling it? It doesn't have a price. I cannot believe they have that. You have That's to crazy. punch in. You have to punch in a zip code to get the pricing on that. ZC thirty one B. Oh, hold on! It's on Amazon. You just missed it. But I'm going to say at least hundred and twenty five bucks because I think we bill those out. It, it's it's a lot. They're not cheap. What? They're probably more at the dealer. No way. That okay? That's got to be for one wipe. That's yeah. That's got to. That's got to be one wipe. I'm telling you, man. A dealer jacks up the price on some stuff, man. Oh, trust me, I know. So Amazon's just got a better wow. deal. Yeah. So let's go back to uh, what do no, we? No, I'm. We got here? I'm believing the one that says it's about two hundred dollars for that whole container. Oh, I believe it. I think that's what it is. Here's what here you go. Free shipping for twenty-three dollars. Oh, that's shipping. Hold on, check it on Tasca. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's that's a dealer. Damn. Yeah, there you go. It's good shit though. So wait, let me ask you guys this. Good stuff. I can't remember. I think when I got a full synthetic oil change on my two fifty, I wanna say they gave me more miles before. Because normally they give you what, like five thousand miles? I think they put more. Is that true? If you get a full synthetic, they give you a little bit more miles, or like I always just do five thousand miles, no matter what it is. Dang, I didn't okay. know we had detail wash. That's pretty sweet, dude. Ford has that. They got their hands in everything, dude. That's freaking awesome. I want some motorcraft stuff. What else we got? We got hand care products. What? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. I actually have a box of these. Do you have a box of these? Do they work well? Yeah, they're not bad at all. Because my favorite are the orange ones that have uh, the textured grip on them, and it makes it like, it makes you look like you have chicken skin. <laughs> and those are like six mil thick gloves. Or no, they're like 12 mil thick gloves. Whatever the mil means, because it's obviously not millimeters. but High performance um, garbage. Dude, nothing makes me more angry than bad gloves. Yeah. These ones, you snag them on something, it's not going to tear. Your hand's going to stay right where it was. Trash. Throw it in the trash. Don't even look at it. Look what it says for the high-performance TA357. Required for use on all 3537 and Mustang 584 valve engine Ooh, dude, gasket I haven't seen the 58 name in a while. 
Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. What do you guys think about like Bam? What do you guys think about like Amazon? Oh no, that's that's gonna be TA. There it is. There it is. A specially designed Alcoxy Cure RTV. What the hell is Alcoxy? I don't know. Do you know what that is? Is that the seven three formula? The old set well used to be the seven three formula? It's the international formula. Oh. oh, what is that? What does that mean, dude? You you still need to eat asparagus and tell me if you think that smells like. Wait a minute, what is this? Just what wait. We're gonna figure out. This is for sealing like your bathtub or something, and it's made by the Dow Chemical Company. It's Loctite. It's just with got a sticker on it, a different sticker. Hmm. I don't know. We're going to have to do some hardcore research on this. Yeah, that for stuff sure. Works. Dude, the thing is, too, if you ever have, uh, let's say, rear, the best example is a rear diff cover, right? And you put TA31 on as your sealant and you try to get that stuff off, it's like it's a permanent seal on there. Hmm. TA29? I've used TA29 before. Dude, I used to – I get angry when I see those little tubes. So let me ask you guys this. You ask guys me. obviously recommend Motorcraft, but you can run whatever. Shell Rotilla T6, that's a good oil. But this whole – like we were talking about this whole Amsoil thing, it has the Ford certification on it, and they put it on their website, but it's not on – uh, Ford's approved list and they list a bunch of oils that are a- approved. It's on Motorcraft site. You could probably find it on this site. What would does that void a warranty if you using Amsoil? Unless no, we well, can indefinitely prove that it was a lack of lubrication or lack of lubrication caused by oil breakdown, which we wouldn't really be able to prove. We'd have to send it out to a lab, and then Ford would be like. Oh, you used AMS oil. No, they're not going to. We did talk. Gonna, they're probably not going to be able to know at that point through testing. Well, they that. probably could compare additive packages and they're like, well, we usually see this additive package and this. Remember, we AMS had on the last oil. podcast, on podcast nine, um, uh, Johnny Law. Remember, he said he, t- he sent his stuff to Blackstone and they were telling yeah, him but to break down was, all that. He was, saying, he was saying he sent some new samples in. I wonder if you had two totally used up samples, if you could look at both of those and still tell that that was Amsoil and that was Motorcraft after they've been thermal cycled. And that's, a good, uh, you know, that's technically that's, you should because you should be able to still tell. I'm going to say the quantities of detergents, tackifiers, antioxidants, and all that stuff is going to be different. And I'm I want to say I know that for a fact. When Project Farm did his, he sent his stuff out to a lab and. Um, Amsoil was way up there in like anti-wear additives and whatnot, but how many miles are on your truck, Chad? I forgot to ask you. I was looking on my Ford Pass app. I've got 3,900 miles. Hell yeah. Ford Pass app. When did you, did you, pick you get it up? like 75,000 points? I was just going to ask it. You were on the accessories page and I was thinking about, are my points going to buy me a case of oil or are they going to actually buy more than that? So, so what I did was... Uh, my first oil change, I 
I wrote my truck up for oil change and didn't, it would be kind of hard for you to do it at another dealer because they'd want to make money, but I didn't charge labor on it. So Mm -hmm. I could have as much money in my Ford pass and I just charged out all the materials and, and did it myself. And that costed me like 19,000 points. So what's it going to be like just over 20 something. If you were to go in and get a diesel oil change, no Mm -hmm. rotate, just a diesel oil change. It's going to be around 20,000 points. Um, Definitely would use it. I think a lot of people have forgotten about them and forgot. I've never even known that you can do anything. When you buy your truck, you got 75,000 points. So it takes about 30 days for it to show up. Yeah. How long do they, how long do they last? Cause I bought a bunch of trucks <laughs> from on Ford Pass. You should check your account. Have you checked it? You might have a gazillion no. points. I mean, do they go away? I've never checked it. Yeah. You can go, I go onto your Ford Pass app. I think it tells you how many points are there. It's on, it's on my oh. phone. I, I can do hey, it, but I'm I gotta, thinking about using I can it do for it. Uh, the super duty uh, bed mat. Like you have BS on your mm-hmm. truck. I just, I just got one of my uh, subscribers one. He just came and picked it up uh, uh, yesterday. Definitely, definitely want to do that. Yeah. It was yeah. like a hundred and like my cost. I think if a normal customer is like 150, 160 or something, which I think, do you have the factory spray and bed liner? Uh, it's not factory, but it is a spray and bed liner. The so, Yep. So you got the bed liner and I think having the rubber mat on top of the already sandpaper, like I'm not saying I'm throwing, you know, heavy shit uh, toolboxes in, 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 in the bed of my truck where I'm gonna have to worry about denting it. But just for the fact that if you put something in there, it's not going to slide back because it's on the rubber. I mean, it's not as hard Sure. Uh, of the material, you know, like if it was sitting on the bed, it'd be all, you know, oh, man, nothing, nothing slides. Yeah. It's, really it's nice. and what I thought, I thought DS did was actually a really good idea. So like he, when he put his salter in the back, mm-hmm. he actually took his bed mat out like halfway. So that boy hangs right over his bumper. Oh, that. That was, that and was, yeah, that was I thought it was too. And it's a super duty. on. It's like, dang man, where'd you get that thing? <laughs> right, 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 right. I thought that looked pretty good. So. Um, definitely would recommend getting that. Um, so I'm anyway. looking at my, I look, I'm looking at my points and it says that I have 120 million points. <laughs> what? I'm just joking. <laughs> it says 120,000. <laughs> 120,000. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if they've been like expiring. Well, you got 75 when you got your truck. Okay. So you must've had 50,000 from either Donna's or your your 19250 18150 hell yeah Bonus. i mean i don't know so will That's they give good. me money it says something about a visa uh i don't know how that works everybody that uses their ford pass stuff is usually what they're using to pay you know for like car repairs or something that they're yeah. getting done cuz it it's does free yeah. you know what i mean so it does say all- right there you will, you will have to make sure when you go to the dealer and you know they get it written up, hey, can I use my Ford Pass? They're going to ask you for the email that's associated with your Ford Pass. Sure. So make sure yeah. you give them the correct email. Yeah. I had somebody who didn't and you know, just was it didn't Dude, go as smooth. Ford Pass is some genius marketing on there and to keep people coming to the dealer. For sure. 
for sure. I I think it's a good um not only for you to control your car and you know lock the doors or start it or or but just like the rewards program. Yeah, yeah, because it used to because, be owners dude, advantage. I'm a I'm a sucker for rewards programs. <laughs> Like they're like, oh, if you get 125 points, you get a free entree, and I'm like, well, shit, oh shit, we got to get to that free entree pretty quick then. <laughs> yeah, I what can, what can, what can 120,000 points do for me? Well, every diesel oil change is is, a, is roughly going to be about 20,000 points. Added so... or needed, or what do you mean? No, it would be taken away. It's going to cost you 20,000 points to get a diesel oil change. So if you go there and say you want to get one and you say, hey, can I use my Ford Pass? It's going to cost you 20,000 points. So you're going to have 100,000 Ford Pass points. So wait, so if I use 20,000 points, I don't have to pay anything? How much do I pay? Nothing. That's no the four the the you're the, redeeming you're redeeming your points. So like if it's 20,000 points what? and it's 130 in oil change so if you got 20,000 you got like you got like six or seven oil changes right there sitting there just hanging out yeah for real no kidding man. Bed, man. i did not know bed. that and people forget about it and it's like you know you say have this owners they people was, don't do it was owners dude, advantage people don't and then they stopped or, owners advantage and it went to Ford Pass. I, I think a lot of people just don't don't know about this. I had no idea. Damn, yeah. dude, I didn't even. know I could have got that. a bed mat. All those oil yeah. changes I've done on I my. I could have got a bed mat, or. Yeah, you should look at your Ford Pass and see how many what? how many points you got. Obviously, it's going to be not twenty thousand points, but I mean, hell, and it's like if you get like a service visit, or if you, you know. Uh, you know, get service done. Yeah, you get like you know, uh, five hundred points or something. Like, like they give you, a, you know, an incentive for you know coming there and you know give you, you know, points for that visit or whatever. So, hmm. but uh, yeah, what time are we at here? We probably over uh, over our oh, hour cut off. So over. We had fun um, yeah. talking about trucks here on the podcast. No, just that's where we keep it at. Just we'll have to talk clock. about LCFs oh. on the next one. Yeah, LCFs. I got it written down. Um, but uh, definitely some good stuff we talked about. Um, thanks again for Chad uh, joining us tonight. Um, we will uh, get everything we talked about in some links in the description and tell us what you liked about it in the comment section. Tell us what you didn't like. Uh, if you got questions for uh, either one of us, uh, make sure to uh, direct those accordingly. And uh, if you want to get on the show, check out our, my email uh, should be right above my head here somewhere and I'll get you in queue and we can talk about your super duty. Thanks so much for watching and we will see you all next time on the podcasts.